Welcome to Zach and Steve Have a Podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Steve. And this is, I don't know what episode this is, but we're in season two. We're 300. <laughs> it's pretty far along. No, here. it's not 300. It's like 58. Something like that. Something along those lines. But yeah, we're back and excited because Zach is finally done with musical season. It's over. It's over. Did, like, did I tell it, you about my standing ovation I got? Okay, let, let's let's backtrack before <laughs> before your head gets any larger. Um, it's I don't know if it can get any larger. Yeah. I, I okay. So my first question for you was going to be, like, do you feel like you've completely decompressed? I remember being in plays and musicals and having that. Like, it took me a long time to decompress no, afterwards. No, no, I have not decompressed yet. Okay. We had family come in and um, it was great. Nice visit. My brother came in from Georgia. With his wife, yep. two kids. Uh, his his daughter is two now. She's a sweetheart. And she She's, loves you, right? She loves me to death. I don't know why. Well, I, I get down on the floor. I play with her. I do this You're thing. the first person to ever play with her. No, that's not true either. <laughs> but... <laughs> she just... She's starting to talk. Just kidding. She doesn't talk well, but she's pretty articulate for a two... Like, she just turned two. She yes. they came up for her birthday. So, the one thing she learned how to say was calm down. Calm down. <laughs> so she would point at me and go, calm down, Zach. Calm down. She doesn't call you Uncle Zach? No, she just calls me Zach. Zach. <laughs> so that was her thing. Gosh. She'd be walking around the house, and she's two, so you know how the you know yeah. the steps go a million miles an hour and like, yep. bumbles around. Yep. She stopped, turn around, and point at me and go, calm down, Zach. It, so she just turned two. Yes, just turned two. Okay, so this, yeah, this is her second birthday. Yeah, so, that's fantastic. Yeah. That, that's always adorable when it's a little kid yelling at you. Yeah, so – decompress when people are at your house you're out of your normal oh routine goodness, yes and so i haven't so they came the day of the the big musical the yeah. two performance saturday they showed up in the middle of that so by the time i got home at like one o'clock one o'clock sunday morning yeah that's when we got home and then the time changed to like an after party or something we had to clean up afterwards and our, one of our jobs was we had to take down the track that the flyers were on. Oh my! You goodness. think the company that did this would? No, no. We had to have it down, disassembled, and put in the box that it came in. Did, were you guys like up in a cherry picker or something? One guy was. Yeah. Okay. So it was not what I would call OSHA safe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. That's not. And we won't say anything else per our lawyer's request. Yeah, that's not true either. It might be true, but we were all tired, and we got a little bit, and we're like, you know, let's start this in the morning again. Yeah. So. And then the time changed. So uh, I was running on fumes Sunday at church. I was very tired. Uh, it was, I, and I don't mean this in a mean way. You could see it. <laughs> like, you could see that you were, you were like just barely hanging on. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a mean way. It's like, you know, it, the amount of work that you guys put in throughout yeah, the sure, entire sure. weekend is physically and mentally exhausting. So the final show, there's four shows. Yes. The final show, the stage group can go come out on stage afterwards and take their bows, right? Because each show, the regular crew comes out. They they actually practice this. Yes. I didn't realize this, but they yeah. practice coming out on stage and doing the things they do, like bowing, doing fancy dances, whatever they do. People clap for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're happy for you. So the final show, the stage crew can come out, and we were part of the stage crew. Mm. And so we had talked back and forth, what are we going to do? to get the biggest ovation because we wanted the biggest oh, ovation. Yeah, you, yeah. We're going to talk about this again. Huh? Yeah, well, I don't think our audience knows this story. Yeah, got, no. Everybody I talk to knows this story. <laughs> Go ahead, Zachy. <laughs> you're, so, you're so proud of yourself. So proud. So we decided we were going to do a two-part like celebration. So the first part was we were going to walk out on the stage kind of like hunched over with our hands on our backs, like we're old people that have just been lifting. Which is how I would have actually felt. Yes. So we did that. And then the second part, we went into the gritty. So the the kids had to teach us what the gritty. You guys can't see me shaking my head. (laughs) The kids had to teach us this dance because we'd. uh, Wait, 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 wait. You You guys were like, we'll do the gritty. And then you're like, hey, kids, teach us how to do the gritty. And they're like, it's four years old already. That's exactly. Why do we need to teach you? That's exactly, exactly what it was. How many NFL players have you seen do the gritty after a touchdown? Just because I see somebody do it doesn't mean I can do it. I thought that's how, that's, that's called demonstration. Yeah. Well, what do the kids do different? <laughs> you haven't seen them. Really well, they, they, it was, they were very nice. They went step by step. This Aww. is what you do with your feet. This is what you do with your arms. So we went out there. And we did the whole hand on the back thing, and people were going nuts. It was, it was, they yeah. were, you know. Did they announce you like, and here's the flying dad? No, we just went out there. Fi- they didn't know we were coming out. We just showed okay. up. 
we were holding our backs. Were you not stage. supposed to come out? No, we were. Okay. But then everyone goes crazy, and then we went into the gritty, and it was like the roof blew off of this joint. Oh, Let me okay. tell you what. Okay. Okay. This is this is my. <laughs> this is what I'm genuinely wondering. Were you so exhausted? No, no. That three people clapping sounded no. like the roof was going to come off of this. I place. had never heard so much applause in my life. <laughs> I've never heard anything <laughs> stated so arrogantly. <laughs> I I have never received such a great applause, and now I'm never going to be able to leave a stage without it. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. That's hilarious. No, I'm, you guys, I, uh, like I said last week, we were talking about the musical because that went on night one. Yeah. And you guys did do a phenomenal job. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, that. honestly, uh, like the, the, what you guys added to it with the fly work was fantastic. Um, and I, I, my daughter was still nice talking about it. My nice. four year old, who's funny enough because um, you were talking about your, your niece yeah. saying, calm down. So Ava, Ava, Ava has this thing where, like, I mean, people are, and I don't mean this, but there's something about Ava where people are just, like, naturally, like, drawn to her. And it's oh, her, it's her no, personality. Sure. She's a, she's, she's she's a, a ham. sweetheart. She is a sweetheart. And she's a little bit of a ham. She likes to play things up a little bit. So, anyway, um, the one day I was taking her to preschool, and we're outside the door, and four of her friends are standing there. I don't know if I told this story before. No. Not. But they're all they're standing there at the door, and they see Ava, and they're like, Ava, Ava! And she walks over, she's like, all right, all right, calm down, calm <laughs> down. <laughs> like, who are you, kid? Yeah. Like, He's like, I realize I'm awesome, but yeah, you don't yeah, have to just oh, tell yeah, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen it. It was like this annoyance that yeah. everybody was excited to yeah. see her. I'm like, Ava, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about her. Nah. I'm a little worried nah. about her. Like, she's, she's a big personality. Like her dad. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, in small doses. Thing yeah. <laughs> So, Zach. Yeah. Last week's episode. Yes. Was called Hey Jealousy. Yeah. Which was, it was a reference to a 90s song. Yes. By a band called the Gin Blossoms. Yeah. They had a song called. You, you know what's funny? We did that episode afterwards. I, I, that's exactly what I wanted to mention okay. real quick before we get into the yeah, game. Because yeah. I had several people say, oh, I remember that song. Or like, you know, uh, one of my buddies who listens to the podcast weekly. What's up, Matt? How you doing? Um, <laughs> he was, listens to us every week. And he's like, I listen to alt rock the rest of the day. 90s alt rock the rest <laughs> of the day after I saw the title of that. He's like, I was like, I know. It's so underappreciated, man. I love 90s alt rock. Yeah. Um, but we talked about no. I'll let you say it, like yeah, because you talked about how my wife always messes up like words because we we, we I did that that's Tuesday podcast where yeah. we talked about what's that they call like malapropisms and acorns yeah. acorns yeah where you hear a word or a phrase and you mess it up in your head and you think it's one thing and it's yeah. really something and else. it's really something else which the name of the song is Hey Jealousy it's not yeah. just a lyric in the song. It's the, it's the name it, of the song. Yes. And you're, we have a group text <laughs> yes. between the four of us. Yes. Like, so y- you and I and our wives, we're all on a group chat. Yeah. And um, Laura sends out a text saying, what? I always thought it was, hey, Chelsea. <laughs> I know. I, I told you. She that messes song, up that words song all the time. That song is 25 years old. <laughs> yeah. Almost 30 years old. Yeah. And... <laughs> I mean, it, it's gotten pretty regular radio play throughout the years. If you yeah. listen to like any '90s station or like, you know, I don't, I don't know what stations because I, I don't listen to the radio anymore. Yeah. But if, like, you're listening to a mix of B94. What's that? I don't know. It was a radio station in Pittsburgh. That okay, was like the that was like the station. It was like the day. mix of yeah, Hot like, 101. Hot one, yeah, Hot 101. I mean, Youngstown. did play it. But anyway, um, mix 98.9. That was the one I was trying to think of. That's okay. the one that plays a lot of the '90s stuff. But Hey Jealousy is. I think probably Jim Blossom's most popular song, or uh, Follow You Down. Anywhere you go. You know that one? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, it brought up something in my mind, Zach. Oh. Because I'm like, I, I, you know, my buddy Matt, we were texting back and forth. He was talking about 90s alt rock. I really liked 90s alt rock. And so I thought it'd be a fun game for There's us. There's a game. There's a game, Zach. Whenever there's a game and I don't know what's coming, I get so excited. I know, Zach. That's why I did this. So. 
there's an interesting fact, and I, I picked this up off of another podcast game. Okay. So we're borrowing something that has not been done in many years by another podcast right. that's way, like, I mean, billions of times more popular than our show. But yeah, they I doubt it. Uh, not not now. My Aunt Kathy likes ours better. That's good. I'm glad Aunt Kathy does, because if we got the Aunt Kathy vote, oh, yeah. that means at least 100,000 other people are <laughs> yes. listening. All right. Hi, Aunt Kathy. Uh, all right, so <laughs> the game today, Zach, is is it a 90s alt-rock band or a phantom firework? Oh. <laughs> See, fireworks have very interesting names. <laughs> yes, they do. That sometimes have nothing to do with what they are. Okay. So, for example, I have in front of me, there's, uh, well, some of these do make sense, but, like, let me read this. Clustering bees. That sounds like a firework. It is a firework, yeah. but it could very easily also be a 90s alt rock band. Yes, and it should bring back horror memories of what happened at your house over the summer. What happened? Oh, yeah. clustering bees. Oh, they don't cluster anymore. No. They're they like, that, that's a yard we should not go into <laughs> yes. ever again. They learned their lesson. The bees are gone. So what, what time of the year are they at now? Are they at their like cycle where they're preparing for winter? Like They, they do their different – remember they eat meat they're, or something? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's sugar to get started. Okay. Or it, no, they, they they need protein now. It's sugar to keep them. Okay, I can't see now. I have it backwards. But we did discover that their diet does shift throughout. Yes, they eat the, like fish. Yeah, they they like their protein. Yeah. Okay. So Zach, all right, you're gonna tell me. Am I? Is this? Is it a band? All right. Or is it a firework? All right, here we go. Lights down. All right. Music on. Thank you. I did your line. You're, thank you very much. Candlebox. Candlebox? Huh. Is that a band? Or it could, it could go both ways. I'm going band. Zach? That's a 90s alt-rock band. Yeah! That reunited in 2006. They're still going on to this very day after a, a hiatus. But yeah, do you know any Candlebox's songs? I've never heard of Candlebox. I have, and I, and I know this. Oh, gosh, I could like... You can hear the song in your head. I can head, hear the song in my head. I can't remember. If I think of the think of the, what it's called, I will uh You better do sing. a lot of singing this podcast. That's one thing my wife likes, and so does my Aunt Kathy. They like that it when I you start sing? singing. Yes, they think it's really funny. when we And then we start singing Because I'm such together. a bad singer? No, I think it's because you're such a lovely singer. I'm not a lovely. I've listened to the. Okay, <laughs> here we go. If I sing along with you, it makes you sound a lot better. Yes. Here we go, Zach. All right. Here, come on, you give me it. Dishwalla. Dishwalla? Dishwalla. <laughs> well, I I don't know how that could be a firework, but what are you gonna what's gonna go up there? Like the kitchen sink's gonna go up there and like bubbles? Uh, I'm gonna go Dishwalla is a is a rock band. It is a rock band! <laughs> okay. They had a song called Counting Blue Cars. Do you remember that one? No, nah, let's hear it. How's it go? I, I don't wanna sing it. Sing it! <laughs> Counting blue cars. <laughs> it's like uh, yes, it goes mid afternoon. <laughs> All right, I changed my mind. Children often do. She said, Tell me all your thoughts. You remember that one? Nope. You, you would know it. You would know it. I don't all right, here one. we go. I changed my mind. I don't know if I want you to sing anymore. I'm going to sing the whole time now. I know. Okay, Zach. All right, here we go. I'm two for two. I you are it, two for two. I, I think I've given you pretty easy ones, yeah. though. Candlebox was a little bit tricky. Dish Flaming wall. lips. <laughs> huh. So I, immediately my mind goes to the Rolling Stones because of the... Flaming lips. I'm going to go, though, that this is a rock band. It is a rock band. Yeah, three for three. I was trying to throw you off. Like you gotta go fireworks. I was trying to throw you off with a fire, like with uh, you know, but with flaming lips. I'm like, that's gotta be singing. It's gotta be. singing. It sounds like singing. Yeah, but it could be anything. It could be anything. What's their song? What flaming lips? I honestly don't know any flaming lips song. I know they're just weird. <laughs> I know the band is super, super weird. Nice. All right. All right. Three for three. Look okay, here we go, Zach. Is here there a punishment if I if I fail? Do I have to? What, what do you have over no. there? 
What's that thermogenic this is something? Thermogenic? Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is it's called rain. It's an energy drink. If I, you have to make me drink an energy. Drink. I, there's about a, there's about an eighth of it left, and I guarantee you, it would make you shake. <laughs> yeah, I'm not drinking that. Up yeah, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be drinking this one. I didn't realize it has 300 milligrams of caffeine. Oh wow. Yeah, this is a big my, boy. My heart would be bl- blowing out of my, my heart chest. is blowing. I'm gonna blow out of my chest. <laughs> All right, Zach, here we go. All right. Okay. Yeah. Kula shaker. Kula shaker. That's that's a firework. Zach? Yeah. Incorrect. It's a 90s alt-rock band. You don't have any fireworks up there, do you? You have all bands. No. I No, I do. <laughs> you tried to trick me here. Yeah, I am. I need to throw you off the scent a little bit, man. Kula shaker. Yeah, I was guessing firework regardless. You did good going back to the well on that did one. Did I? Did you know, I? Okay, here me. we go. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> I love it when you say, here we go, here we go. 20 seconds of silence. <laughs> hey, whose game is this, man? Blinking bombs. The blinking bombs. Uh, that's got to be a firework. Zach. Yeah. It's a firework. Yeah, woo. That was kind of an easy one. Yeah, but now I'm, you threw me off by going back to the well for the fourth one. Yeah. Oh, I have to, man. Yeah. This might be a little bit more straightforward than you think. All right. All right, here we go. Blinking bombs. Have you ever shot off a blinking bomb? We're going to have to hear our best firework story here as we go along. My best firework story? Yeah. My best firework story, there's several. I mean, I think I've talked about these before, though. Yeah. I probably didn't pay attention. It, it's very, It's very common. Yeah, I'm, I'm very used to it. It's okay. Um, my favorite fireworks story. All right, goes back, and I can't say any names. Yeah, yeah, or anything. But one of my friends <laughs> taught me how to throw bottle rockets. Nice. No, it's not good. Because <laughs> he was older, yeah, and smarter uh-huh. and more coordinated. Nice. I was dumb and young. And uncoordinated. Nice. All right. And he's like, all you gotta do is wait for the wick to get right down to the end, and then you throw it. And he showed me. He did it. It was perfect. I'm yeah. like, okay. I held on to it, and there were whistlers. Oh. Right next to my ear. This ah. thing goes, you know, like as loud as possible, and go. I throw it, and two feet from me, it goes. <laughs> so it's pretty close to blowing up right in my hand. Oh, yeah. nice. Not, not my greatest. Not my greatest moment in firework history. Yeah. I'm, uh, like I said in past episodes, I'm a fire bug. Um, and we used to get M80s. Oh, boy. Like, the real M80s. Oh, the wow. ones you can't find anymore. Okay. And every year, we would blow up an action figure from my collection. You are Sid from Toy Story. I am Story. Sid from Toy Story in some ways. <laughs> in is, some ways, I took Did you really... wear a black shirt with a skull on it? No, I wasn't allowed to do that. Yeah. Uh. I got in trouble for drawing a smiley face on my knee one time, all right? Like, <laughs> my parents were pretty particular. <laughs> yeah, but they let you play with M80s and blow up things. Yes. <laughs> drawing a smiley face, no. no. Blowing things up with M80, yeah, that's fine. Yes. Okay, so, yeah, every year we would duct tape up one of my figures. Yeah. One of the ones I didn't care about. Because I was pretty particular about taking good care of the kids. Did you do this before Sid? Or was this, like, spawned because of the Toy no, Story movie? No, it was definitely before Sid, dude. This, this, they, they made the movie after. They made the after. movie after me. Actually, it was always <laughs> funny because we always said that Sid looked like one of my friends growing up who acted very similarly. Yeah. Um, we won't say his name, but okay. he, he turned out to be a very Stand nice young guy. man. Yeah. yeah, that's good. There's hope for you yet, Steve. Yeah. I don't know where he lives, though, now. I've lost track of him. Last time I saw him. You're talking about yourself, aren't you? I'm not talking about myself. This was actually, so this was a kid that lived next door to my grandparents. Okay. Um, so we didn't go to school or church or anything together. But, like, it, during the summer, we were best friends because, I mean, nice. we didn't know anybody else. Yeah, and you blew things up. And we blew things up, yeah. All right, Zach, here we go. Here we go. All right, hit me with another next one. Next one. Hey, Jealousy. Band or firework. Echo in the ear. Echo in the ear. That's a band. Zach? That's a phantom firework. Oh, buddy. Bummer. 
Ah, I was I was like, what's a song by Echo in the Ear? And they're like, wait, no, it's a firework. <laughs> I had to remind myself that wasn't an actual band. That's all, that, that, that one got me. That was a hard one. Yeah, that was a hard one. All right, Zach, here we go. Next one. All right. Mercury Rev. That's a firework. Zach? That's a 90s alt-rock oh, band. Oh, man, I'm... You're getting destroyed. See, I knew this was not going to be your wheelhouse. No. Because you're a 70s rock guy. Yeah. Like, you're a classic rocker. Yeah. I'm not. No. But some of these bands, I've never even heard of. Like, uh, Mercury Rev, I've never heard of. A lot of the other ones I've named, I I have. All right. Here we go, Zach. I'm I'm not even keeping track anymore. I'm just getting obliterated. I'm just having fun. Yeah. This is just for fun. Tricking me now. Crown Jellyfish. Crown jellyfish. Crown jellyfish. That's a firework. Zach? It's a firework! (laughs) Good job, buddy. Yes, I got one. If that was a band, what would one of their songs be? Under the Sea? (laughs) (laughs) That's what (laughs) I've got a little mermaid on the brain. (laughs) Yeah, you do. But, Zach, it's officially over. over. Yes, it is. You don't have to worry about it. I don't. We talked about. I, t- I thought about working the word fish into everything last week, yeah. like anything that I could that would make sense. But you didn't. I forgot. That's all right. Until now. That's all right. Because I'm, offi- I'm officially. Oh, fish. I'm officially over it. Done with <laughs> Little Mermaid. Yeah. All right, here we go, Zachy. All right. Raging wa- Rottweilers. Those are definitely fireworks. It, it, why is that definitely fireworks? I don't know. Just because they're raging? Yeah. If it was just Rottweilers, it would have been more confusing, yeah, wouldn't it? It would have been a band. Yeah, it would have been a crappy band. Yeah. It would have been like a band that had one punk rock song. Like, they op- they opened up for MXPX in 95. And that was it. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> Did it one time. Yeah. The raging Rottweiler. Yeah, that's that's got to be a firework. It is a firework, Zach. All right, here we go. Primal Scream. That's a band. Do you know that band? Yeah. It's my no, favorite band. You don't know who Primal Scream is. Never heard of it. Is it a band? It, it is a band. You got that <laughs> one right, too. We're starting to lose heart here. You're starting to get them all right. Yeah. <laughs> you want to trick me, but you can't. Yeah. <laughs> but you have. I have. Yes, you have. What's the next one? All right, here we go. Barrage. Barrage. That's, that's a firework. Zachy, you're on a roll! Woo! Did I tell you my fireworks story? No, please, go ahead. So we, for the church softball, we would have a party once a year, like a like a picnic at the softball field. Okay. And at your old church? Yeah. No, at our church. At our oh, church. at the softball field? Yeah, at the softball, at Marty Park in New Orleans. Okay, okay. And so some years we would have fireworks and our coach I'm not going to name names but our coach back then loved to set off fireworks yes he was very big into it he would set off in like his 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 little like at his house everyone from the neighborhood would come in and big fireworks show at his house so he was like I'll bring the fireworks and we'll do a fireworks show after the game and so we invited the team we played to stay and we had hot dogs and shot fireworks okay so when he got done he just threw all of the like the, the leftover stuff from the fireworks because they make a mess when you set them off the, the little pieces of things everywhere so we went and gathered them all up threw them in the dumpster went home he got a call in the middle of the night from the township building that the dumpster was on fire <laughs> <laughs> okay that, he burnt the lids I mean this thing was a raging fire uh, uh, you've heard the term dumpster fire before. yes oh yeah this was this, an this, actual, this was dumpster, an actual fire. dumpster fire and we got in some trouble because it burnt like the plastic lids that go down yeah. on top of a dumpster yep. those are gone those are burnt off so, uh, yeah, we got in trouble because of that. We, we were trying to be nice and clean up after ourselves, but uh, it was a bit of an issue. Good job, buddy. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the old coach. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not me. Not when no, I uh, I was, was going to say, because Zach, Zach was, was the coach ago. for a while. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> the old coach did this. <laughs> All right. Zach, you ready for more game? Yes. Here we go. Is this a band? How many more of these we got? Two more. All right. That's it. We're That's done. Good. I don't want to. Yeah, we don't drag this. This doesn't have to be forever. No. All right, here we go. All right. Urge overkill. Urge overkill. Urge overkill. Huh? That could be either. 
I am going to say that is a firework. Zach! That's a 90s alt rock band! That's a dumb name. That is a terrible name. Yeah. They broke up for a while, and they got back together in 2004, and they've been together since. Oh, really? They yeah. They still tour? They still tour. What is a, an Urge Overkill song? You know that song? It goes... Give a damn house. No, I've never heard that one. I don't know it either. Right. I've never, I never heard of I've, I've heard of the band. Yeah, I worked at a music store for a long time, Zach. Yeah, yeah, you did. So I've passed by every one of these names. Like on this, remember, remember the old CD stores? Yes. And they had the cards yeah. that had the name. Yeah. And then you look in that section and the, the the album was never there that you were actually looking for. Yes. That was it. Yeah. That's what you did. That's what I did. Yeah. I moved I moved CDs around all day long. <laughs> and then you'd have, and everything was in alphabetical order. Then you have people come up to you and be like, where's, where's Destiny's Child? You know, like, you know some like kids don't even know what CDs are anymore? I know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's a bummer, man. It is. You really miss out on that. I was just thinking about today. Like, getting up early. Yeah. Okay, I worked at the CD store. Yeah. And I still had to be in line to get there if a new album was coming out that was going to be a popular one. I still had to get there. Really? Early. Like, yeah, I didn't have, like, early access into the store. But I was just thinking about, I, I remember getting up early the one day to get there because it was the new Dave Matthews Band album was coming up. 2002. Nice. Yep. You got there. Busted stuff. I was first guy in line. Nice. Three people. You're, you're proud of that. I was. There, yeah, there's two other people behind me. There's two you. other people behind me. <laughs> I knew them. I knew both of them. Uh, They're nice guys. Yeah. The big Davers. No, nice. they, it, we did sell a lot of copies of that that day. Last one, Zach. All right, here we go. <laughs> Veruca Assault. What? Veruca Assault. That's a band. It is a band. <laughs> ah, nice. I didn't know if Assault was going to throw you off. Do you remember in uh, it was uh, it was Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? The yeah. girl's name is Veruca Salt. And then a band named themselves after uh, Veruca Salt. Ah, uh, I never heard of that. Yeah. Good stuff, Zach. Yeah. Well, that's our game for today. It wasn't a great one. but We've it, done better. I, we've done better, but we also needed just some filler. All right. <laughs> Hopefully you enjoyed it. When we come back, we got an interesting topic to yes. talk about. We'll see you in a minute. Back to the podcast, take two. Um, so I had a topic. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. So you guys <laughs> missed it. We deleted it. Now I'm going to explain it so it doesn't make a difference. Um, Zach and I had very similar ideas for today. Yeah. It's just funny enough that we both kind of like had similar experiences this week. And I, I've been doing some reading because I've been, I'm doing a men's Bible study right now on Monday nights, and part of my Monday night Bible study is I do a little bit of a presentation at the beginning just to give a little bit of background and context to why the thing that we're reading tonight happened. Yeah. Or why it goes that way. Because otherwise, when we read the Bible, we're just we're reading words that are, while they're helpful in a lot of ways, if we don't understand the actions going on behind the scenes, sometimes we don't understand why these things are being said or why these things are being done this way. Yeah. Like we have a, I think for the most part, we have a basic understanding of what's going on, like, you know, that Israel's under Roman occupation, that kind of thing. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty details of some things, um, sometimes we we get, uh, you know, a little bit thrown off if we don't do a little bit of background research. To help with that. So the thing that I've been studying this week uh, for my topic on Monday hmm. is the different religious um, groupings of, of Jewish, like, of the Jewish elite. Like the Pharisees, Pharisees, Sadducees, Sadducees the Essenes, and the Zealots okay. um, are the four major okay. ones. And they all start and end all around the exact same time. Okay. They all start in, like 160 years before Jesus, and they all end uh, 73 years um, in into the first century. All okay. right, so 73 AD. But the whole thing is, no matter what, people are going to be divided on what their belief system is. And the thing is, like you know, 
the, the interesting part of this is, is that the, the Jewish people ended up becoming more united because Christianity was on the rise, and it was so united. Ah, okay. Because of the simplicity of it at, at first. I mean, you, you saw a little bit of bickering between the, the disciples, but the early church was pretty united yeah. on what it was. It wasn't until, um, it wasn't until Christianity became even more mainstream. Okay. That people started becoming divided on what was true and what wasn't true and yeah. how we should practice and what we should do, all that kind of stuff. Which just raised the question in my mind. All right, and going back to what we were talking about, the Jews ended up becoming more united okay. because they're like, we need to be more of a united front because the Christians are going to like just like – We need to oppose these people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so you see more unity end up happening, but it's obviously none of that lasts. And then Christians are, are very united at first. Then, like we said – it becomes like the very mainstream religion and it gets yeah. mixed in with other things and it becomes something that it was never supposed to be. And that's why the word of God stands to this very day to be the absolute authority and truth on who we are to be as yeah. believers. But, but to this day, so what you're saying is there's not one denomination that's correct. I would, I would say absolutely. Yeah. That's correct. There's not not one no no one has it, got it completely down. Right, exactly. And I know that's like maybe that's a little bit controversial for some people to hear, but yeah. it's the truth. Yeah. And the shame of it all is is that we uh, God wants us to be united as one, yes. one church, one bride. Yes. For the Father, right? You wrote a book called The Rescue of the Bride, which is all, like I mean, I mean it's it's uh, Allegorical, yes, correct for yeah. the, the between God. Nice, nice use of wordage there, Stephen. Were you just shocked that I knew what an allegory was? I wasn't shocked, but I was mildly surprised. <laughs> that, that's hurtful. Okay, it's an allegory. Yeah, for the idea of of God um, being united with His people, right? That He is He is the bridegroom, and we are the bride. Yes. Um, so anyway. <clears throat> My whole point being is God wants us to be one, be the hands and feet of Christ reaching the masses. That's what we see the early church doing. Now, sometimes we romanticize it too, too much, and it's like, they were just perfect, and we need to go back to how they did it. They weren't perfect. They still had a lot of issues. I mean, the, the, we wouldn't have the New Testament if it wasn't for the issues of the early church. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Paul, <laughs> Paul, Paul addressing people that are doing yeah. it wrong. Yeah. Um, he even had to go after Peter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Peter, who we hold in the highest esteem, right? Like, I mean... But the, needless, to, I mean, needless to say, to this very day, we still remain divided. But we have there's there's an arrogance about our division. Yes, it's that I'm right, uh -huh. and we're talking about just about in the the realm of Christianity. I'm not even saying like believers and unbelievers. Correct. I'm talking about among the believers, we are divided. Yeah. To this day, and becoming more divided because it's like. Oh, you can't say that. You can't do that. You can't be this. You can't be that. And it's, okay, what, this is exactly what the enemy wants. Yeah. He wants us to be divided. Now, I will say this. There are certain things that we have to say, okay, the Bible does speak very clearly about certain topics yes. that end up dividing us, and it shouldn't divide us. But there are some things that are very unclear yeah. that we need to maybe loosen the reins a little bit on and say, okay, I don't have a clear picture or clear answer for that. Yeah. But So I can't just flat out say, oh, you're wrong and I'm right if I can't support the reason why I'm right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yes, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, we can get into some examples because we each had examples in our lives. And that's, yeah. that's what we were talking about to begin with. Like I, I have an example of some conversation that I had with my brother and, yeah. and his, his wife. And you're like, oh, I had a conversation with my friend. Let's yeah. talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about it a little bit. Because, yeah. yeah, the thing that bothered me with that my, my friend was talking to me about, I'm not going to use his name or anything, um, but, like, the thing that bothered me about the conversation that I had with him was the fact that, like, and he said, and he even told me, he said, now, they didn't say this directly to me. They were just talking about it in general. But in conversation, in a question that was asked, someone said, you can't be, you can't even be a Christian. If you believe that. Okay. Which, okay. That's, that's, that's a rough statement yeah. to say to anybody. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be throwing that around. Like if you're a listener and you've, you've said that to people before. All right. There's a difference between somebody saying something blasphemous or heretical 
yeah. and gently approaching them on that and lovingly saying, well, this is what the word of God says and saying, well, you can't be a Christian if you believe that. Yeah, there's there's a difference. Oh, there. I didn't realize you were the gatekeeper. <laughs> oh, hey, guys, look. It's the gatekeeper. He's the one. This is the one that can let us in or like keep us out. Are there certain things that, if you believe that you 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 can come up to someone and say you can't be a Christian, or yeah. is it just don't say that phrase? Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the, the, just the basics here. All right. There are things that are foundational yeah. to the faith that we must be united in. Yes. So, like, we are united in our foundations, or in the essentials. And then we give grace and mercy to the unessentials, and then we lovingly correct the things that are truly heretical. Yeah. So let's talk about the essentials. Okay. First. And this is this is where my story comes from because yeah, my brother kind of messed up the essentials. <clears throat> I didn't know you were going to put your brother on blast like this. Are you sure you want to say your brother? <laughs> he doesn't listen. To someone, this. <laughs> someone's brother. So, Zach was talking to someone's brother. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> Where there are certain, and I'm not going to talk about theology at the moment. We can get into it in a minute here. But there's a certain mindset out there that is wrong to have. Mm-hmm. And the mindset is this. And I, my dad would say this all the time before he like dug into the scripture and changed his mind on it. But this was like a common thought in our house. Who cares what the Bible says? Because it's whatever your interpretation is. You can read the Bible. Everybody has their own interpretation. You know, the Bible's up for interpretation. And because of that, there's all different groups. Just, you just love God and then then you're good to go. Mm -hmm. That is an incorrect philosophy to have Mm -hmm. because there is one truth. Yes. Now, everybody's trying to find that truth, Mm -hmm. but then to just throw up your hands and say, everybody's got their own opinion, who cares? Like, just have your own opinion, believe in it, and then you're good to go. Because that's almost going to the, there's no one way to God. Yes. Route. It's just like, leave everybody alone. Because everybody's just finding their way. Well, that is that is not correct. Yes. Yeah, and I, so the argument then from people who feel this way is, well, you say it your way. I'm going to believe my way. It's good to go. Like, mm. who cares? There's a, it, The Bible's up for interpretation. And so that's kind of the route that happens in our family when there's theological discussions. And then it's just like, well, the Bible's – you interpret it however you want. So mm. I'm mm. fine. You're fine. Let's agree to disagree. Yeah. That's incorrect. Yes. <laughs> it's incorrect thinking because there's one truth. Yes. And so if there's a disagreement, then let's dig into it and see maybe we're both right at some levels. Maybe we're one of yeah. us is right, one of us is wrong. Let's dig into it and try to figure out what's but going on. But you're saying the essentials have to be there. The essentials have to be there. Which but, is? Which is that Jesus is the Son of God. Yes. Fully man, fully human. Yes. The triune God. Yes. Um, Jesus was ec- with God of creation, and he's going to be with God Throughout history. throughout eternity, he he is God and he, he is God incarnate on the earth, yes. right? He became man. He died for our sins. Lived a perfect life. Resurrected. Resurrected. He, we will, we he died. Will be, yes. He died. Came back to life. The yeah. Holy Spirit comes upon the believer, and we can have an eternal relationship with God. Yeah. Those are the things that are cannot waver. Yes. But we see how <laughs> small of a grouping that is. <laughs> it's not a lot. It's not. It's not a ton. It's not. Right. I mean, it is and it isn't. And I, I'm not trying to. But like the things that we that we like most Christians, if if we sat down in a room with a Methodist, a Presbyterian, a Pentecostal, we being non-denominational Baptist, I don't know yeah. what it yeah, is, yeah. whatever. Um, we're all going to be like, yes, yes. That we could all put that in the pot and say that's all good. Yes. But when it comes to worship practice, uh, no, who cares? But like, but these are the things that people get very divided on. That we shouldn't let get in the way. Right. Sometimes, like we shouldn't let them divide us. And I'm guilty of this. We've had the discussions a million times about like my differences, like with what I grew up with to now. Are some of those things? Can some of those things be harmful in how they were presented? Absolutely, and those things do need to be addressed. But ultimately. If somebody's worshiping somewhat differently than how I feel comfortable worshiping, I shouldn't mock them for that, Correct. and they shouldn't mock me for the way that I choose to worship. Yes, um, as long as the core essentials are not being broken. Yeah, go ahead, Zach. I'm sorry. No, that's all. But 
But you were talking about your 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 situation with your brother specifically, and I, I wanted to address that a little bit more. Yes, and so it's if the foundational truths are mixed up, mm-hmm. that's when you have to come in and say, okay, we can agree to disagree on certain things, but this this is foundational. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right; I don't want to put my brother on blast for an example of what this was. Yeah, but as long as those foundational things are being met. Mm-hmm. Um, then, then we can have loving disagreements. Absolutely. So I, I, I guess now that we'll just leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that. I think. Well, then let's 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 um, let's uh, zoom out a little okay. bit and then yeah. just talk about it from a wider stance with some of the things that people struggle with. Um, when I guess it comes one, to the one, essentials. One, one more thing. Yeah. What I love about the conversation that I had with my brother mm. was that he was open to wrestle with things about God. And that's And that good. is tremendous. Yes. And what you don't want is for someone who is searching and trying to figure things out to then just say, eh, you're wrong. And yeah. guess what? You know, because he was getting so much. He, he lives in the Bible Belt now. Mm. And they were getting so much, you know, ostracization. They were just becoming the – they don't even have a church down there mm-hmm. because so much condemnation from the people there. Because Condemnation from what, if you don't mind me asking, or is it too personal? No, just outsiders. and they, They're just oh, – It's they, just hard to break in. That's part of it. But also just they're young Christians in their faith. They don't understand – going into a, the Bible Belt where everyone thinks they know everything and mm-hmm. everybody goes to church and everyone does stuff. And this people, you know, that they're, they're transplants down to that area. Mm-hmm. She lived in California. He lived up here in Pennsylvania, yep. down in the Bible Belt now. And, oh, you don't know that? That's that's foundational to your faith. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to be that as well. Like, you know, you're not right with that, but mm-hmm. let's let's have a conversation. So he's open for conversation. And and he and his wife have these deep theological conversations all the time, yeah, <laughs> which is good. But it gets into more of like a marital thing, like sure. <laughs> like because she's right. She 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 it's she, it's it, isolated. Yes, is the problem is it's just between the two of them. Yes, and there's no outsider. There's no uh, unbiased third party interjecting into the conversation. Exactly. Correct? And so then whenever it's she's right, he's wrong. And then it's like just uh, throw the hands up in the air, kind of. Yeah. Then, then he, then he, you know, you dig your feet in as the spouse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, regardless. Yeah. It, it loses the fact that we're talking about eternity here. Yeah. It becomes a conversation that I'm having with my wife, mm-hmm. and she, I'm not going to be wrong in this conversation, All right? So that's kind of where they're at with it. But it was nice to have this conversation with my brother and his wife about yeah. the deep theological things. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I enjoy talking about stuff like this yeah. and, and helping people. And helping myself to grow closer to God as, you know, as you banter and talk back and forth with deep theological stuff. Mm. And so um, I guess I, we were talking about First John. I mean, not First John. John Gospel 1, of John. 1, Gospel of John. 1, Chapter 1. 1, verse 1. Yes. Talking about. Uh, In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. Yes. And so he was saying that that was not Jesus. Like, the word was not Jesus. I mean, that's the very reason why it's capitalized, word. Because yes. when you translate it from the original, I think, Aramaic that it was written in, um, it translates to, like, word meaning, like, word coming from an authority. Yes. Meaning Yes. God. And so he was reading it as someone without a theological background, mm-hmm. and he was just confused how God could be two things at once. How could he be fully man and fully God? Yeah. And and so it wasn't like he was just being obstinate. It was he didn't understand. Yeah. Trinity is so, very hard to understand. Exactly. One of the most difficult things to understand. And and so it was great just to have a conversation with him. And like I said before, you know, his wife was lovingly telling him, no, you know, God is, you know, Jesus is fully God, fully man. But mm-hmm. they, it got into like a spousal argument, and so it turned from you know my salvation to you know my. You're my, always my, right. <laughs> yes, that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, I got you. So. Yeah, I mean, and, and that that is a different argument, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I I can I appreciate people. I think in our conversations with people that maybe don't agree with us or don't like, I, all parties have to have the mentality that 
outside of the essentials, I'm not going to dig my heels in and say, right. no, I'm right. Right. Because uh, as soon as we do that, we are cutting ourselves off from other people. Right. Now, obviously, there's certain things that we can say are biblically backed. Um, and so, I mean, if we got into hot but- button issues within the church, and I, I can just throw out a few, like, um, you know, sexual sin issues, which are probably the most prevalent today. When I talk about sexual sin, we're talking about um, intercourse outside of marriage, people living together, homosexuality, um, issues that have to do with gender being it, just gender um, – what they would call gender dysphoria, I believe, where it's like I'm not understanding how I'm created and what God created me to be, all those things. Um, the, the Bible is very clear on why God has set a plan up for a man and a woman, why he creates us, why, the plan that he has for each every and every one of us. And what we could devise from every single one of those topics is it's ultimately what we want and desire over what God desires for us. Yeah. And so we could always make the choice to do what God desires for us and fight our natural urges and temptations. Yes. Like, uh, you know, but um, so anytime that those kind of arguments are being made, um, you know, we have to, we, we, we can stand pretty strong on, no, this is, this is not something that we can be divided on. This is the truth of the word of God. When it comes to other topics though, let's, let's throw out this one. Cause this has become, this is in the mainstream news right now. Okay. Because Saddleback Church. Okay. Have you heard about this? Maybe. Saddleback Church was, uh, removed from the SBC. Oh yeah, yeah, because of their stance on female pastors. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not going to ask for your opinion on on this. Just a okay. So, at New Life Baptist Church, the church that we both serve at, we do not have female pastors, but we have females in positions of authority yeah. and teaching. Yes. Okay, and a lot, and almost every time this gets brought up. It's always well in First Timothy, it says this mm-hmm. that Paul was telling Timothy not to let the women teach, mm-hmm. not to let the women do this, let them be submissive and sit there. Zach, why was Paul saying that to Timothy? Because in the context of what was going on with the people that he was ministering to, exactly. The women at that time were not educated. There it is. And so in just as culturally they that's that's the way the culture worked yeah and so it would be like nowadays saying okay someone who has no biblical background we're going to make you a bible teacher Mm -hmm. and like no you need to pick someone who knows what they're talking about and it's not it wasn't the gender it was the lack of biblical understanding yeah and and it could and i'm not saying that there wasn't even some maybe some just culture fill, going into Paul's thinking as well of the culture of that time. There probably time. was some cultural issues as well that were t- being tied in with this because he's talking about, hey, when you get to Ephesus, specifically in Ephesus, like this is an issue that's going on in the church. Do not let them teach because they don't know how to teach. Yeah. But like Priscilla does. Yeah. And it's very obvious that Paul holds her in very high regard. Yeah. Um, so, but in Ephesus, for whatever reason, uh, Maybe maybe it was the women would take too too much charge. Maybe if they like if they did were teaching, but from what we can understand, what we could take from it is um, derive from it is that they were not educated enough to teach yet, and the men are the spiritual leaders of the household. They need to be educated so that they can lead their homes and lead the church. So, this is my whole thing with it. All right, if, because this is such a this becomes such a dividing line. Yeah. If a church chooses to have a, a, a female as a pastor, yeah, obviously that's their choice and that's their interpretation of it. They probably base it on like those First Timothy things. Well, they just weren't educated, whatever. My, my personal feeling on it is, um, like, when it comes to the lead pastor, I think it should be a male because, like, it, we're, we're like we're spiritually taken care of. When it comes to um, other roles within the church. If you have a different title than we have, like we call them directors, they call them pastors over there. They're essentially doing the same thing. You know, yeah. that's, that's up to, to the church to decide ultimately 
how they want to interpret that. Ultimately, it's a lot of shepherding work. But when it comes to the lead role, I do believe like God calls the man to be the spiritual leader of his church, of his family, of of his of his of his, of the people. Like so um, that is the only place that I would say that I would have a major issue and be able to, to say, biblically speaking, like that's what God wants for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also we live in a day and age where men and women are equally educated. Yeah. So to just throw out one group and say, oh, you can't because – like, no, I think it's necessary because we all have the ability to teach in different ways. I, I, this is kind of clear as mud at this point, but this is a, a grand example of – Things that we cannot just dig our heels into the ground and say it, it, it can only be this one way. Well, it, well, it's not ultra clear. Like, some, some of the best biblical teachers I've heard are women. Mm-hmm. Like, like I've heard, I've watched, you know, uh, messages on TV, mm-hmm. done done series, uh, like a book series or something like that. Yeah, clear, concise, beautiful teaching. The Holy Spirit uh, can use anyone. Exactly. Exactly. Anyone. Yeah. To do that, to do his work. Right. And so, but that's, that's, that's one topic. It's not saying that Jesus isn't the son of God and, yeah. and that's how we, he died for us on the cross. That doesn't take away from it. No, we should all be working as followers of him. To minister the, to the people. Using the spiritual gifts that God's given us. Yeah. You know, that's what I tell my students all the time. But titles, titles become like an issue. And that's like, that's something that God's like, no. Right, like let's not let that, that's that a man divide thing. us. Yeah, that's a man. Yeah, that, that, uh, meaning uh, an issue with mankind. Yes, um, that's what I tell my students all the time. God is going to give you spiritual gifts that are unique to you. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this last week, talking about our value as people when we were talking yep. about um, jealousy, right? Hey, jealousy. Hey, jealousy. Yeah. I don't even know how the song goes. <laughs> That's not it. That's not it. Hey, jealousy. What was that, like a big band standard? Yeah. Hey, jealousy. It was like Frank Sinatra <laughs> singing Hey, Jealousy. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, je- <laughs> All right. Back on topic, man. But talking about our value as as believers, yes, made handmade by God, but in that we all have different unique abilities that are unique to us. And to then look at someone else and say, "I want their ability compared to mine," is is an affront to God because you were made that way. Yeah. Okay. How many in school? How many teachers in elementary school? You had elementary education. How many? How many of them were male? It was like 85, 15. <laughs> exactly. I'm serious. Exactly. So what I'm, my point is, there, w- women definitely can teach in general. Yes. I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking about the Bible at all now. I'm just talking in general. In general. That yes. is a gift, you know, a gift that they have. Women the tend ability to have to, more patience to teach. Yes. Yeah. But as far as a spiritual gift goes, why would, why then would the Holy Spirit not give some women the spiritual ability to teach? Yep. I mean, that in my mind, that would make... Exactly. I don't know. I it, mean, we that would be a true detriment to society yeah. if we were like, it just has to be men. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. But that's just one. But that is one one, one example. Sidebar. I mean, and the thing is, we can get we can get into endless discussions. You and I have talked about um, eschatology, which is the study of end times, uh, and everybody has a different opinion on how that's all going to go and when it's going to happen. Is it pre millennial, post millennial, a millennial? All those different things. My opinion is correct, though. Yeah, yeah, of course, Zach. Of course, the whole <laughs> but that, point. That, that's the point. But this is the the bigger point is, we're never going to know. Yeah, like that's one of those unknowable things. We don't Correct. know how how everything. We know we no, have no this, one knows the day or the other. Only the Father. Knows only that. the Father. Yeah. When Jesus was knows. here, he was telling people that. But we, like, oh, none of us knows. got to see creation. We only know creation as God tells us through Moses and His Word. And nobody knows how everything's going to end. We only have an idea idea of how we need to be prepared through the revelation given to John. So yeah. beginning and end, like, I mean, when we're talking about things on an eternity, like, like in the, in the timeline of eternity, yeah. which is impossible for us to understand and interpret. Yeah. We just have to understand that, like, I might have an opinion and you might have an opinion, but if we allow our d- opinions to divide us, yeah, it's, it's really allowing the enemy to have a win. Right. Okay, because for example, and I'm not saying I, I believe this or you believe this, but if I say um, the Earth is billions of years old, and you say the Earth is thousands of years old, right? Well, neither one of us was there at the day of creation, right? Um, 
all, all we know is what the Bible tells us, and then some people do math. Well, the book is the Bible isn't a book of science. Yeah, all right, it's it, a it book. is a little bit. It's it's handmade by God, and He is the I'm, creator I'm, of all things. Okay, but it's not. It doesn't give a blueprint. No, it's it's a book of law. It's not. It's how things came into being, not specifically the science behind how okay. it all came. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like science explains how things operate and work. All right. Yes. And so a science can be measured. It's objective. That, and, truth. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. The difference, like we could say the, the Bible is law or the Torah, the Pentateuch, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy are law because they're giving us like, this is what God did. Yeah. And we could take it as law because it is from an objective source. Like this is how, this is what I did for you, not how I did it for you. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's I'm just I'm just trying to make a clear differentiation okay. because some people will say, No, it's a book of science. No, it's, it's Let's see, even amongst two people who agree on ninety nine percent of things, we still have arguments about Exactly and, we're, like and we're going to and but that's that's going to happen because yeah. some of the stuff is is more gray. The stuff that's black and white, we need to be black and white about and we need to be honest about those things. If I came to Zach and told him something very controversial, like I said uh, oh gosh, I don't even know what I want to throw out there as even a hypothetical. Yeah. Um, but if I came to him with something like that, he, it, it, and it is totally out of line with the word of God. Okay. I came to Zach and I'm like, Zach. Oh no, that's not a good example. <laughs> uh, uh, let's forget that. But let's yeah. just, just to say, if I come to Zach hypothetically with something that I know, or that maybe I don't know goes against the word of the God, but Zach does, and he could reference it yeah. exactly and say, like, it within context, that's what it means. He has the responsibility yes. to tell me that as Absolutely. a believer. And we do have that responsibility. But if it's something that neither one of us could truly know, no. Correct. Why would we fight over it? Why would we argue over it? Right. All it does is draw dividing lines. Like, that's why, like, when it comes to some of these things, like the creation account. Yes. People argue over that ad nauseum. Yes. And it's... <laughs> None of us were there. Yeah. Like, we have no idea. Like, we have, we have Moses' account. Yes. But that, that's written, who knows how long after the creation story. I mean, that's not written during the time of Abraham. Abraham didn't have anything to do with the writings. And that takes place, you know, hundreds of years before Moses. Yeah. So, okay, we, we have to understand that, like, there's going to have to be some things that, once again, it's going to just be, I just believe that God is who he says he is, our faith yeah. Which should matter to the most. I just trust and know that God is who he says he is, and I'm not going to question him on that um, and not become divided over things. So when it comes to worship practices, we can't become divided with each other either. And, that, I, you know, and I'm guilty of this. And I thought it would be worth mentioning. You know, when it comes to um, – you know, I, I've, had, I've had plenty of negative things to say over the years about my experience – growing up in the Pentecostal church and I've been vocal about it. I've been vocal about it here on the podcast and everywhere. And I, I think I, I owe uh, an apology yeah. on some level that that sounds very like I'm undercutting what I'm trying to do. Not on some level. I owe an apology to anybody that worships or practices differently than I do. That's not a detriment to their thing. Do I believe that some of the things that uh, were forced upon me or tried to, attempted to be forced upon me were, were, you know, were wrong? Absolutely. I'm not going to go back on that. But if, if people have their own prayer language, God knows your heart. I'm not going to deny that. I don't, yeah. I don't know how that works. I don't understand it fully and completely, but don't also don't come to me and say, I'm not filled with the Holy spirit. Yeah. Because I'm not doing that. Right. I mean, because there are clear-cut lines on that, but I'm not going to go up against somebody and be like, "Oh, that's that's evil" or something like that, because they're practicing differently than I do. All right, like we all have different gifts and abilities. We all are, have different types of relationships with God. But once again, are the essentials the same? Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, not everybody's going to teach the same. Not every church is going to be the same. That's the other thing. Like that, you know, we, we continue to see to this day is like. Well, you, you're. This is an expository teaching. This is topical teaching. This is not. This is. This, this isn't biblical. And it's like, well, hold on a second. Like, are we still leading you to Jesus, who is the source material of all this? If yes, 
then stop whining. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sunday morning's not meant to be a Bible study. No. Sunday morning's meant to be, gather the believers and like on something they could be united for. It's something that both the old Christian and the brand new Christian can come together on. Yeah. Young Christians shouldn't be sitting there like, oh, man, I can't wait to understand this stuff. You know, an old Christian should be like, oh, I have to hear this again. Shouldn't we all be united in the fact that, man, Jesus is awesome. And no matter how many times I hear the same stories, I'm glad I know him as I yeah. do. And then I could study the Bible on my own if I want to go deeper or be part of a Bible study. Yeah. But stop. Let's stop cutting pastors and stuff that are different types of teachers once again something i'm guilty of i've i've told like and i and sometimes i do struggle with like guys that are more like on the motivational end of things where it's like uh where's your what, what scripture are you even basing this on or loosely basing it on um but once again something that we shouldn't be divided over if i want to listen to matt chandler because he's going to like you know hit me over the head hard and zach you want to listen to somebody that's like on the more topical end of things because you can get more out of like you can understand it better you connect with it better should either one of us be coming up against each other no because of that no is what's being presented true that's what should matter the most right is it biblical now if it's going outside the bounds of christian like outside the, the bounds of what the scriptures say then yeah, we should be concerned about that. Like, and that's why you have to know your word. That puts the responsibility back on the individual as to, are you studying the Bible on your own so you can know if what's being presented to you, what's being taught to you, is is correct or not? Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, like this, I feel like I've been all over the place. But it's one of those things when I hear somebody is told you can't be a Christian if yeah, we're good at, with in Christianity at loving our enemies. And and hating our neighbors. <laughs> That's good. That's a good point. Because there's no more condescending group of people to each other than Christians. Yeah. That's my brother is is he was like, I don't even like to go to church down there because everybody's mean to me. <laughs> Everybody has an but, opinion. But he probably doesn't feel like he can ask questions. He can't because he'll no. get judged. Exactly. And that's wrong. Exactly. And so, you know, you love your enemy and that's hard. But at the same time, kind of easy because okay, I know they're I'm, I know I'm going to have issues here, so I go into it the mindset that all right, they don't agree with me, I'm going to love them. Yeah. But when it's your neighbor, who you know is um, when I say neighbor, I mean uh, like Christian fellow Christian. Say you know you're a Baptist and a Catholic, or a Pentecostal and a Presbyterian. There there are neighbors, there are brothers in Christ, yeah. right? Yeah. But we have more condemnation from them than we do the people that are out there, you know, really. Yeah, yeah. saying even worse things. It's like, well, they might become believers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, then take it easy on your brother in Christ, man. Yeah. He's trying to. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's still struggling with things. Right. He might not be on the same level as you. But, yes. yeah, we, we're so fast to, like, you know, you know, take shots, pot shots at each other i mean that's i mean we see it back in the day of jesus too that's why the early church was so united it's like oh okay we don't have to tear each other down (laughs) we can be we're united on a front like this is our messiah that we've been waiting on while the pharisees and the sadducees and the essenes and the uh uh the zealots i mean the zealots are ready to kill anybody (laughs) right like they even have like a subsect that was just like the those those are the Sicari. ones. Sakari. Yeah, yeah, the ones that, that Sakari meant like they kept daggers in their cloaks because they would just stab people yeah. that they didn't that agree with. Um like that's that's what the early church saw. Early Christians were like, oh, let's not be like that anymore. And we're like that now. Like we're just as bad. We like we're splitting hairs over things that are like, well, I it's this way, it's this way, it's this way. All right, let let's get back to the essentials. Yeah. Do we all love Jesus? Yeah. Then let's let's hug it out, brothers as, as brothers and sisters in Christ, and understand that we're not going to practice everything ex- exactly the same. Yeah. But as long as the heart's the same, as long as it comes down to the, the core foundation. Yeah. And we don't break away from that. Right. Let's chill out on all the other stuff. Yeah. Unless it is absolutely sinful or blasphemous. Right. Or heretical, which once again puts the responsibility on the individual to actually be reading the Word of God to know why God gives us law and guidelines for certain things. And some things he's like, now just know me and experience me. 
Yeah. And let me work in you. <sighs> I don't have anything else, man. Yeah. For Zach and Steve have a podcast. That, that's a hard way to end such a rough conversation. That's the way just you got to like, end it. You just dropped. That's just it. Dropped I'm it. done with this conversation. Uh, we know that nah. we know what's going on. Well, I just I, I, let me if I can leave with any word of advice is let, let's be more caring about how we present ourselves. Even if we even as we know the truth and the truth will set other people free, let's be gentle in how we bring it to somebody else. I'm not saying not say it. I'm not saying but when when there's things that we cannot fully prove that are kind of gray, okay, if there's things that we can, then let's present those things in a loving manner. Let's be united as a family. Yeah. So that others will see like you know, no if you if you bring a friend to a family gathering where everybody fights, yeah. He's not going to want to come back to that family gathering. Yeah. It's going to push him away. It's like, hey, why don't you come over for Christmas? Right. And he comes over and everybody's screaming at each other. He's never going to come back. Yeah. Like, let's, let's be more gentle in our approach and care for people. For Zach and Steve, have a podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Zach. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>